The following podcast is a Bostic Media production. This episode is brought to you by the Skinny Confidential Bombshell Body Guide. So if you guys follow along on Instagram, you know that I actually worked out the whole time we were in Cabo. I did workouts off my phone. I was really proud of myself for 27 minutes a day plus the treadmill. And the workouts are the ones I created with a celebrity trainer and they're straight to the point. You guys should also know that the Skinny Confidential meal plan is all my quick And I say quick because they're really, really quick recipes that anyone can make. There's turkey bacon cauliflower rice, which is so good, lemon broccoli soup, low-cal cocktails, and all my skinny hacks. So go to members.theskinnyconfidential.com and use the code HIMANDHER at checkout for a 20% discount to all listeners. Like I said, you guys can find my workouts and my full-blown meal plan. I wrote down everything I ate for like two weeks and put it in this book. That's checkout code HIMANDHER for 20% off at members.theskinnyconfidential.com. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha! Hey guys, happy Tuesday. Welcome back to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show. I want to kind of introduce ourselves for those of you who are new listeners. So I'm Lauren Everett's Bostick. And seven years ago, I created the brand The Skinny Confidential, which is a blog, book, YouTube channel, and obviously a podcast. And The Skinny Confidential is a space on the internet where women can go to be inspired to be the best version of themselves. So if you read the blog, you know I talk about everything from Botox to facial massage to moving in with your significant other and even vagina steaming. And to my left is my lovely, loving husband who gets a lot of points this week. A lot of points. Just got back from my anniversary. My name is Michael Bostick. I'm an entrepreneur, businessman, product developer, the boring side, actually kind of the fun side now. Sometimes, a lot of the time with the Skinny Confidential, the significant other per se. Um, Yeah. You did such a good job on our anniversary. Marketer. Oh, marketer. You were marketing on our anniversary. I was marketing myself so that I could get laid. <laughs> oh my God, Michael, are you and serious? I did a really good job. <laughs> he recreated our entire wedding, which I don't know where you got that idea, but it was so cute. He basically did like all black calories and a black tablecloth with black candles, all different heights, dimensions. You did a whole dinner under the stars, champagne. You pulled out every trick in the book. You even brought a speaker. Yeah. So that's why my mission was complete. Yeah, you did a little bossa nova. I was into it. And then we went back to the hotel. We were staying in Cabo, like I said. And you had happy anniversary written on the bed in rose petals. I did have some help with that. I wish I could take credit for that. Actually, I had a lot of help this weekend. Um, thank you to the Palmia and Del Cabo down there. They helped They helped me a lot. But um, definitely had a lot of ideas. But no, I was not laying the rose petals out. I'm sorry to say. That's not my forte. Well, Del Cabo Weddings and the Palmia pulled out every card. So we really appreciated that. The bathtub was full of bubbles. You I ha- told you last week that I was that I was going to be romantic. You were so romantic. I was actually blown away. Yep. You need to step your game up. All right. Okay. So today we have the girls from The Morning Breath. 
and we're going to talk kind of about everything. We're going to talk about memes. We're going to talk about how to build a morning show in the digital age, Facebook watch, Facebook groups, and we're going to sing. You're going to sing, that's for sure. In the middle of the show, they bust into a medley. I won't ruin it, but... Don't ruin it. I won't ruin it. Okay, let's do the him and her tip real quick before we get into the show. After you, my dear. Okay. All right, honey, you're being so polite. The her tip of the week is going to bore the fuck out of Michael. So sorry. I'm going to tune out now. Yeah, tune out. It's highlighter. So highlighter makes such a difference in the makeup routine when it's done right, you guys. Um, I wanted to just talk on this since I've gotten so many DMs about the Instagram story I posted about highlighter today. So basically, I like to apply it to the inner corners of my eyes because it's going to brighten the whites of your eyes and it's also going to brighten your teeth, which is super ideal. I always go for ones that um, are not gold toned. I like a more silver white tone because it's going to bring those whites out, like I said. I also put it on the bridge of my nose, my brow bone, and even on the M of my lip, like right above my lip. It kind of gives you like a little pout. So the one I like is by Glossier. Is it Glossier or Glossier? One of those. And then I also like one by MAC. And I think the color is called Gleam. I'll leave it in a blog post on the Skinny Confidential for this episode. But it's amazing. It's also really insane if you use it on your collarbones. I know that sounds really weird. Like, so weird. <laughs> Michael's rolling his eyes. He has no idea what I'm talking about. But it really pops the collarbone. I put it on um, the right and the left collarbone, just along the line of it. And I apply my highlighter with a dampened beauty blender. So I like to wet the beauty blender first and then squeeze it out and then put the product on it. It just does something that gives you this dewy glow. And then obviously always prime it with an oil or a really good primer. If you wanna go even further, Mimi gave me this tip that all the college girls are doing and high schoolers. She said to take MAC Fix, and you know this if you follow the Skinny Confidential on YouTube, and open it up so you have the bottle of MAC Fix, and then take a cheap highlighter from Rite Aid, I think I used NYX highlighter, and crack it, and then pour the highlighter in the fix. So you have a highlighter spray. So I've been taking my highlighter spray that I DIY'd and um, I just spray it on like my chest or my arms and it's really pretty and glowy. And I went for a more golden tone on that since it's for my skin. So you want to think white, silverish for your face and then golden tones for your skin. So those are all my highlight tips. Make sure you get your glow on with that highlighter. All right, you're up. Well, my tip is going in a completely different direction. I have to be honest, I zoned out a little during yours, which I usually don't zone out too much when you're talking, but I was completely lost there. You could use some highlighter. But this is something that hopefully applies to everyone, even the men out there. I know there's still a few of you out there listening. I see I get the messages once in a while. I think we're up to 10 men so far. So, um, But this is also for women as well. It's for everybody. So during the trip... Uh, down in Cabo, we read and relaxed a lot. I went back and forth between a fiction book called The Sisters Brother, The Sisters Brothers. Sorry, guys, um, and another book called The Purple Cow, which a lot of you may have heard about. It's by Seth Godin, who many consider to be one of the godfathers of internet marketing. And The Purple Cow is all about creating extraordinary products or services or brands that stand out. 
So an example that Seth uses in the book is he was on a trip one time in Europe and they went by, um, they were driving on a, a trip with his family and they went by this big herd of cows on the side of the road. And at first they were all amazed and everybody was staring out the window and saying, wow, this is so incredible. But over time, after 10, 15 miles, it actually became underwhelming, boring. They kind of stopped paying attention. They started ignoring it. And he uses this example to relate to brands and services and products and all the things that we do. And one of the to, to relate it to a product, he said, imagine how exciting it would be if you were the first person to market aspirin, for example. And he said, if you were the first person to market aspirin, it was so exciting because it's a product that everyone needed, everyone wanted, it was going to help everybody. But now when you go to you know, um, a CVS or a Rite Aid or whatever, you see aspirin, Aleve, Tylenol, um, I don't know, whatever, Motrin, all these things. And it's become very, you know, it's, you're not interested in it anymore. Um, it's still a product people use, but it's a product that not a lot of people talk about. Like so it's not a purple cow. It's not a purple cow anymore. It's not one of those things where, you know, Lauren's going to see it or a new Advil type of or aspirin type of medication is going to come out and we're going to go raving about it to our friends. It's kind of been there, done that. So the reason I bring this up and, and relate it to a tip is we get a lot of questions about new bloggers or, you know, creating an Instagram account or creating a personal brand or creating a podcast. And there's a lot of people that, you know, want to know how to do this or are thinking about doing this. And a lot of the time we get these questions like, how do I, how do I do this? And if you've listened to this podcast for a long time, we've talked all about starting and how to stand out and how to market yourself and all these things. But I think one thing that is really important for everyone to think about, and this could be whether you're creating a, a company or a brand or a service, or you want to be an influencer, or you want to create a podcast, or you want to create a, a YouTube show or a morning show, like we're going to talk about the morning breath, you have to have something that's completely unique, that's a wow factor, right? If, if most of the time that occurs when somebody stands out and does something extraordinary. But the problem is when you mimic that person or follow them, according to Seth in this book, and in, in, in which I agree, is that first person has already done that extraordinary thing or that amazing thing that's made them stand out. So you, by the time you get there or we get there, whoever's uh, mimicking, you've kind of already lost the excitement around people that are going to talk about it. So I guess my tip here is when you're thinking about marketing a product or service, you want to think of not really following the herd, but going out on your own. And the only way to do this is to be original, be yourself, come up with something that is completely unique. That's going to get people talking. If you're just going into a space or a field and kind of copying or mimicking something that's been done before, you're going to have a really difficult time standing out and getting traction. So when you think about creating whatever you're creating, whether it's a service or a business or a product, you got to think, what is that factor that's going to make you that, as Seth calls it, purple cow? What's going to be something that's original? What's going to be something that people want to talk about, that they want to share? What's, what is unique about what you're doing? Um, I think these girls that are doing the morning breath are a really good example. They, they created this show as like a morning show. Um, you know, they, they brought it into the digital space and I think that they have a really unique spin on it and they've done a good job which is why I think they've had the traction but when you're thinking about whatever you're doing what could your purple cow moment be and that's my tip great tip honey okay so the morning breath is on the skinny confidential him and her podcast today which is really exciting you guys because they are just funny af we love mixing it up and meeting other creatives and these girls are pure comedy the morning breath is a podcast and live facebook show that's hosted by two sisters claudia oshray 
and she's from The Girl With No Job and Jackie Oshray, who has a super big social media presence. They discuss everything from The Bachelor to Luann's epic hangovers to Spencer Pratt's hummingbird obsession, just everything. They're kind of the pulse on all things TV. Their show is hysterical and their chemistry is flaky. Oh, and be sure to listen to our Little Mermaid duet because I feel like it's a winning performance. With that, let's welcome the women behind The Morning Breath. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Okay, you guys, introduce yourselves to our audience. We're just going to hop right in. I'm Jackie Ashe, co-host of The Morning Breath, sister of Claudia Ashe, slash girl with no job, um, international fashion and lifestyle brand extraordinaire, some people might call me. I would. (laughs) Thank you. And I'm Claudia Ashe, girl with no job, and that's pretty much it. And sister of Jackie O, fellow morning show host of The Morning Breath. Okay, and then there's Theo, too. This is Pup with no job. He has more Instagram followers than the average dog. Wow. He's at 55,000. average human. Yes. Um, he's chewing on your suitcase. I'm truly sorry. Um, I will not be covering the cost of the suitcase if he does break it. Well, Michael brought a suitcase. He carries it all around New York. Timmy just sent it to us. Yeah, so but there you he's go, been Timmy carrying Lee. it everywhere, so I've had to chase him around with a suitcase. It's pretty embarrassing when your husband's walking 200 feet in front of you with a suitcase. Honestly, I hate carrying suitcases in public. Yeah. Well, Unless it's the airport. What was I going to do? Like, load all this stuff on, like, a big, you know, like, those big camping backpacks? Yeah. That's charge. terrible, too. Yeah, I, would, I can't, you know. I, it's no, all uh, pretty bad. It's, yeah. For those of our audience members who don't know you, tell us about The Morning Breath. The Morning Breath is a daily morning show that is streamed live on Facebook and Instagram. Then it's also a podcast and available on YouTube. So we're really available anywhere people want to hear or see us. And it's basically like The View, but better. For young people. For young people who have... Instagram. Instagram. And for people who don't really care, like not care, but don't really want to talk about politics all the time. I like it. So there's no politics, no religion. No. No. So we religion because we're religion. like annoyingly Jewish. Like we want everyone to know. Um, so <laughs> we're religious in that sense. We talk okay. about Scientology as well. Yes. We're big. Um, Scientology debunkers. Debunkers. Yeah. We're more, we're about exp- we're like exposing their, their truths. Okay. Leah needs to come on the show. Leah. I'm in love with her. She would be so good on your yeah, show. Yeah, we got to get her on. I'm sure she would come on. I can't believe people are still getting, like, drawn into Scientology in 2017. How's I, that even happening? I don't know. And, you know, sometimes I, like, go on my Snapchat and I go on these crazy rants about Scientology. And then I remember that it's, like, technically a religion. And, like, imagine if someone was saying this about your religion. <laughs> How rude is that? And then I'm like, well, technically there's, like, the safe space where you can really say whatever you want about Scientology because people who are on Scientology, like, don't have Instagram. They don't? No, like, you really can't. And I was asking my followers. I was going on this rant. And I'm like, wait. Are any of you guys Scientologists? And a bunch of them responded to me, and they were like, no, you really can't be on social media, but I know my friend is a Scientologist, and they like, come into her house every night and like beat up her brother or something, you know? Wow. It's crazy. What other guests have you guys had on the show that are like amazing? Who's been your favorite guest so far? We've oh had gosh. some really great housewives. This week, we had Danielle Staub. Leanne Locken. You had Danielle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me everything. She was honestly really like subdued and nice. Okay. I'm just not 100% sure if that's like her authentic self, but she seemed lovely. She was such a pleasure to film with. Yeah. Did she talk about her book? No. no. She didn't talk about Cop Without a Badge, but she did talk about like seasons one, two, and three about kind of how she got a table flipped at her. She was pretty much an open book. I didn't want to push it that way. No. Cop Without a Badge is obviously like a hot button issue for her. People were asking some questions and I was like scared to ask on their behalf. Like someone asked about her friend Danny from the first season. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to bring him up. Because he's definitely dead. <laughs> 
I actually remember him. That no, guy Steve who wore the Ed Hardy t-shirts. No, and someone was like, how did your kids feel about when you were like in the bathroom with that guy? I was like, I'm not asking no, you yeah. this. Her kid's like a model, right? Well, yeah. Her kid, actually, her kids are really impressive. And okay. accomplished. She tried to get her oldest daughter to be a model, but the daughter is just 4.0 GPA, going to Columbia grad school, just graduated summa cum laude. Like, really impressive. Wow. Yeah. And what about Leanne? In love with her. An angel from God. I think she's the best housewife we've ever had. I she's agree. like a Nini in the making. Yeah, she's almost better than me. Of course, because she is like, she's single-handedly really carrying the show in a lot of senses because they don't have guaranteed seasons. Like, they were lucky to get a second season and Leanne is making it her job to ensure they get a third season. Even that mean, even if it means going to Mexico with open wounds and, and getting, getting a, a flesh-eating bacteria. bacteria. I know, but she got the flesh-eating bacteria and she was looking great. She, by the way, when she came here, she's so skinny, she looked amazing. She what? said she lost 30 pounds. From a flesh-eating bacteria? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we need to get me one of those. Huh. Like licking her cup? <laughs> <laughs> or just get a breast job. Yeah. Go to Mexico. I've been needing one of cross those. Cross your fingers. I want to talk to you guys about how you content marketed on Instagram before you launched this. So you have a huge following. Mm-hmm. Tell us like about that. Did you know you were going to launch something like this with your sister? So we actually just came up with the name for The Morning Breath like years ago. We thought it would be hilarious, like a morning show called The Morning Breath. Um, so we've been like sitting on this idea forever. And then once we find the right partner in Yahoo slash Oath, they basically give us gave us the resources to do it. So there wasn't a lot of prep. Literally our first day kind of working in partnership with Oath, we launched it in like the most basic amateur way on an iPhone in some green room. Um, and then as we started to like acclimate into the company, they started giving us, you know, studio lighting, cameras, things like that. Um and we've kind of pulled in our own personal audiences to form the Morning Breath audience. But what's cool about it is that a lot there are a lot of people who care about Bravo. And there are a lot of people who care about Real Housewives and The Bachelor. So we're not limited to our audience. And there's a huge podcast nation of people, especially when it comes to reality TV. So we got to really tap into like a totally new audience besides the ones we've already built. Got it. So did you know when you were launching your Instagram that you were kind of content marketing for something eventually? Or was it just and you playing around with Maybe even memes? go further back. Why right. did you launch your Instagram? Well... I graduated from college last year and when I was in college I started this blog this was like four or five years ago blogs weren't as big as they are now like the only notable ones were like Pres Hilton and like Manor Peller um and I started this blog when I got an internship and I basically used it to talk shit about everyone like nobody read it it was like so sad it was like made on Tumblr um and I don't know I kind of got fired from the internship changed the name from girl with a job to girl with no job and that obviously resonated a little bit more with our generation um I took to social media to kind of drive traffic to the website but kind of found this trend of like entertainment content memes on social media and the brand kind of shifted to just being on Instagram. Um, so the, the point of this was never to like have a job. It was more just like being fun in college, posting dumb things on Instagram. But by the time I graduated, it was like a legitimate enough business that I didn't have to like get a nine to five. This was my job. And do you create the memes yourself? It's a combination. I would say depending on how much time I have, it could be 50, 50, it could be 90, 10. Um, I, there are certain things that go viral on the internet that you kind of want to piggyback on. So that kind of content is curated. But if I'm just like walking around or if I see something really funny that I want to make content into, um, then I make it myself. It just depends. Okay. We, talk, we had uh, um, the Fat Joe on, on our show, mm-hmm. Josh, and we were like talking about memes and how like he had the, he got caught in that whole yep. like uproar of people like, getting pissed about memes. Yeah. His answer was amazing. What he said. It is what amazing. He what do you say? He basically was like, listen, it's like the internet, like, you know, like, I don't totally. know if you guys remember, you're a little bit younger, but there's a site back in the day called E-Bombs World. I don't know if you guys remember. Yes. You remember that? And it's like, it was like almost like one of the original meme sites. And you go there and you see like all this curated content from everybody. It was like, basically, mm-hmm. it's a communal site where everybody uploaded funny content. I feel like Instagram and a lot of these platforms are the same. Mm-hmm. And 
to me, what's what I think is more important is the commentary that the individual yes. puts behind the meme. Because like anybody could take the same picture with the same commentary, mm-hmm. and then which what your commentary that you add is what makes it even funnier. Better. I completely so. agree, and that's why he's he's so funny. His captions are funnier than his memes. Yeah, he's fucking yes. hilarious. I totally. Agree. I was very much on his side in the sense that like. You can't expect, like, you have no idea kind of where, once a meme gets to you, where it's been. It could start on Twitter and then turn into a Tumblr post. It can change visually so much that by the time someone, quote unquote, submits it to you and takes responsibility for it, it could not, it necessarily could have been literally made 10 years ago. You have no idea. So to expect that every single post is going to be from the origin, it, it literally, there are jokes that have been on the internet for 10 years. Um, but having said that, there is a responsibility once you have a big platform to do your due, dil- due diligence. It's not that hard. Um, and a lot of the times, if you post incorrectly, like the person who created it, We'll just email you and it's yeah. And then you just tag them, right? Just don't be a dick. That's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. rule. Like that's just exactly what, what you said. said. He's like, don't if I knew be a dick. where to tag and there are dicks. There yeah. are dicks. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, so I want to talk about you. I found you on Twitter. Did you start Twitter to like do something like the morning breath? No, not necessarily. I started my Twitter when I was in college because I was just like tweeting about regular college problems, and I guess like my friends were like, "Oh, you're like extra funny. Like your Twitter account is, you know." better than the rest of us it's really funny so I my name was just like Jackie Ashray and this was around the time when all those like problems accounts were popping up and they were all like anonymous or like not real people and I was like well I have a face and I'm a real person so I like made it my name and it was actually worked out in my favor because I wanted to make a Jackie Ashray problems but that was too long so I made a Jackie O problems which just made it more like universally uh, attractive for people because you don't really want to follow like some random girl who goes to Colgate, but like, oh, a girl named Jackie O who's just talking about her problems. That's a little bit more relatable. So, and you're adorable. Oh, thanks. So I used to be big on Twitter, just like complaining about life, boys, being hungry, being in college. <laughs> like, in hindsight, really basic stuff. That's like not what we categorize that's still as basic, applicable. right? <gasps> um, and then, just as every other social platform popped up, I just joined it with the same personality that I had on Twitter. So, like Instagram, Snapchat, even Vine, uh, Pinterest. I just would be anywhere where I could be, and I did that more so not even to totally build a brand that could I could sustain and not have to get a job, but I built up my social platform so that I could get a job in social media, and that's what I had been doing up until we started the Morning Breath. I was actually working as a social media manager at AOL, and before that, I did that at iHeartRadio and HuffPost, so I was actually using social media to get jobs, and it's great that it's turned into my actual job. Yeah, that's incredible. Mm -hmm. What's a day in the life for you guys now that you're doing your morning show? And I want to hear everything down to when you drink too much the night before and have to wake up. Yeah. When we were amateurs in the beginning of the show, we used to like do our regular drinking schedule and then have to wake up and do the show. And what was the regular regular drinking schedule? I want to know more about that. Honestly, it varies. But like I recently went to the doctor and had like a life evaluation that I really need to stop drinking. But usually it's definitely like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday drink and then maybe one during the week. Okay. I remember the first week of the show we started on a Monday and then that night um, it was when two people were on Watch What Happens Live that we really wanted to go out with and we finally they texted us where they were going out and we had our second show the next day and it's midnight and we're like well, we have to go. Yeah. So we literally went out, went drinking, and then it showed up to do the show the next day. And I think we learned the hard way that we can't always do that. Sometimes it's like an opportunity we can't right. turn down. Use your better judgment. Yeah. Okay. Like you if can't... you're going to have the night of your life, it's fine. Okay. So what's <laughs> a day in the life that's just normal? You Like what time do you wake up? When do you do the show? Like give us the whole layout. So the show goes live at 1030 a.m. from time. Eastern time from Yahoo Studios. We do our own hair and makeup. Uh, there, We do have touch-ups available in-house. Um, but typically, if we could arrive technically at 1029, sit in the chair and start the show. And you said you do no prep. None. We do no prep. Our sister Olivia sends us the stories around 930. Mm-hmm. Five stories, links, 
full text. We read them. We do not talk about them deliberately because we don't want to waste our good jokes and then have to fake laugh when we repeat them on air. Got it. So like I want to really react to Claudia's jokes on air and vice versa if I have any jokes. And yeah, we just, it's totally off the cuff. What about you watch shows though? So that's prep, right? That is prep because a lot of the times we'll try and recap the show the next day, which is harder than one would think. It's like, oh, your job is to watch TV, but there's so many shows. Monday nights (laughs) now are completely dedicated to television. There was a time this summer when it was Bachelor in Paradise was on, which is two hours, well, four hours a week. But just Monday nights was Bachelor in Paradise, Real Housewives of Dallas, Real Housewives of OC, Siesta Key, and I think something else that I can't remember. You would kill me. And our night is, people are like, what are you doing tonight? It's like, I have to watch TV for work and then and then watch what happens live so mm-hmm. we're home watching tv from 8 to eleven thirty, which isn't as glamorous as it doesn't sound. and what if you have a glass of wine too many and then you forget no it's crazy okay okay so after the show is done then you just you're done for the day well it depends a lot of the time well now that i have a dog i'm like a full-time dog mom but usually than that i have a lot of like girl this is Morning breath, I would say, is like half my day. And then Girl on the Job is the other half. So I do a lot of, I meet with different brands, different clients, different agencies around the city. I do a lot of traveling. Um, so it really depends every day. But I, I try and devote maybe four or five hours to actually maintaining Girl on the Job. And that's pretty gnarly that people think that you just post an Instagram and you're done. And there's so much more that goes into that. For sure. You have to like refresh your picture a hundred times to make sure it's getting likes. A hundred percent. What uh, Besides a caption, that's stressful. Yeah. Oh, and I always have typos. And you have a new bio, which mm-hmm. I'm sure took a long time. Okay. I sat on it for a really long time. I've had the same bio since day one of Girl With No Job and people love it. But I felt like I was sort of taking credit for a quote that I did not come up with. And it was my dream job is not needing one, which is still very much true. But people were associating it with me and I did not create it. So Wait, I felt guilty. Where is it from? Like in uh, an e-card, you know, like oh. something on the internet. Okay. I wish I made it up. And then I tried to sell t-shirts with it and like I got in trouble because I literally did not make it up. I learned the hard way. Um, so I've, I've been sitting on this for a while and I think I landed on something pretty premium. Okay. I love it. So what about you? What about after the podcast is over? So after we film the morning breath then goes into like the marketing machine behind the breath. So it's optimizing it on Facebook and like uh tagging everything correctly on YouTube. We upload the podcast and then I manage the Morning Breath Instagram account. So posting relevant content throughout the day that either promotes the show we just did or news as it's breaking. And then also promoting some of our other and newer projects. So most recently we launched um, an after show for Riverdale called Afterdale. Do you guys Cute. watch Riverdale? Somebody no, just told us about, we were just at a, with so a PR good. company. And they, Wait, is they it said cheesy that. though? Yes. It's so good okay I like Siesta Key is it like that it's so different but like similar vibes okay it it is cheesy but it's so good and I can understand why people wouldn't like it so I I don't recommend it to everyone but I feel like you would like it okay Michael that's on our list what happens now because I know for a while Facebook was like really prioritizing Facebook live which was Mm -hmm. probably great for you guys what happens now for you guys with the like with the watch section of Facebook Mm -hmm. so we technically are not on watch okay um I don't really know why but it's just not something we've kind of prioritized. No we one's think asked. No one's asked. Um, our viewership is really strong on Facebook, so I don't think at this moment in time it's something we're, like, desperate for. Um, and I think we might even get lost on the Facebook watch page because there is so much content out there that's not really similar to ours. But it's definitely something we're open to. Honestly, every single time I'm scrolling through Facebook in the morning, I see you guys pop up right away. Oh, really? I don't know if that's because I watch you that it's prioritizing right. me, but I see you guys all the time. Well, that's good. After and Mark Zuckerberg listens to this episode, yes. he'll reach out. Yeah. And totally. also, Mark, while we're taking requests, can we get my dog verified on Instagram, please? 
Oh, he needs one. Annoying. He's I know. so verifiable. Look at him. He's being such a good boy. He is a good boy. Oh my God, he's literally an angel. He's so tired. He's super, super sweet. So you guys also have a secret Facebook group. Oh yes. My God. And so do you. Yeah. So do I. And it's definitely like a full-time job. That's mm-hmm. another full It's really um, like intense. It's really intense. But it makes me feel so good. Because well, it's a community. Is huge. It's huge. And I've had to crack the whip a couple times did because, you yeah i've had to crack it because i'm like this is positive community like right yours is activity. really positive and like uplifting but see, this i is feel the thing i heard rumors about your group that it was like an amazing gossip page and i joined and everyone was so nice yeah they are and really I'm like, why nice. is everyone being so nice everyone's really nice like, everyone's this is not really what i'm here for <laughs> <laughs> i was here for like housewife scoop and everyone's like what are the best apps for picture editing and i'm like what uh, this is not what I'm here for. <laughs> like, I'm here for Anyone the real have any shit. resume tips? Yeah, no, everyone was so sweet and like sending recommendations to each other for like local trips. Yeah, everyone's it was very so nice. sweet. But yours, you guys still have really nice group. I mean, your oh, group. Oh, we love our group. And now it's like my whole Facebook news feed is from our group. And I love it. It was better than what it was before, which totally. is like a rogue political opinion from a guy I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. And now it's like these girls are so sweet and guys. And it was one of our brothers that got me into Skinny Confidential. Oh, yeah. It's like, bitch, friend me. I want to get in. Oh, my God. I love it. I cut it cut off subscription because I don't want it to get too big uh-huh. where it's like out of control so yeah. I'm trying to make it a little bit more intimate. But don't you think with like things like that th- originally there's like the people that come because they're there for, mm-hmm. for you and what you're doing and then like as people learn about it it's like they kind of tell a friend and it's like oh, I'm gonna get and then they kind of you it's start not even to about the podcast. Yeah you start to get people in there it's like hey, who how don't the even do? know what, who yeah. don't even listen to the breath. Yeah sometimes it can get negative you gotta crack the whip. So you guys also are big on community mm-hmm. which I love. I think that that's so underrated and I think 2018 is all about community instead of like what I ate, what mm-hmm. I wore, you know? Tell me about that. Like, what's your community like? I mean, I feel like kind of the reason we started The Breath is because like me as like a 23-year-old chubby Jewish girl, I do not feel represented whatsoever in like mainstream media. Like I would never turn on a show. I love Ellen. I don't relate to her whatsoever. And the same goes for The View. So I think kind of the impetus behind starting The Morning Breath was just to make it like a safe space for people who are really similar to us all over the country just to like talk about stuff. Um, And so kind of like the core of The Morning Breath is community, which is why the community is so strong. And I think it's really important to us. The fact that we do the show live, we get to incorporate all the live Instagram and Facebook comments. So it really is like people participate and people give us really good like inside scoop and that's not always correct but even while we're doing the news. show yeah pe- we're able to get people's reactions in real time and also sometimes they're able to correct us or like <laughs> all the if, time if news breaks they like write it oh my god did you see what taylor swift just instagrammed and then we're able to incorporate that into the show mm-hmm. so we're all about community and it's like we all have the same interests like if you're watching the breath or you're claudia or jackie like you we all like the same stuff so it's like oh naturally we'll get along i loved spencer pratt you guys need to have him back oh on my that was my favorite i was he crying is, honestly laughing. once we like sat down and spoke to him I was like he's a genius yeah he's really 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 smart Mm -hmm. and he's like he plays this character but he's very much like business minded and what him and Heidi are doing like revamping their careers is brilliant yeah I think it's great they might outdo Lauren Conrad they're definitely going to it shouldn't be hard because she had one of the lowest selling magazine covers of all time and he'll never let you forget it ever no, I actually went and bought it to support him. I didn't buy it, but I when I saw other people buying it, I was happy for them to do it in my stead because I'm too lazy to get up and go to the newsstand. Well, what I've learned is that like they don't sell magazines everywhere in the city. I went to three newsstands. What's a magazine? For a magazine that Claudia was in. So I was like intentionally going out looking for magazines. I went to three newsstands and they didn't have any magazines. What they magazine just sell were you gum. What, uh, Life and style. Cool. For the wedding. Yeah. I like it. I need to look at that. Yes, yeah, so I'll send you a copy. I have literally 100. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. What challenges have you guys had with podcasting? Because we We've had a few or with, or yeah. with the show. working together. Or how's it like working You're working with, with your sisters. sister. We love it. We love working together. We really don't fight. 
Um, I think because we know if we did, it would just ruin the show. Like, 90% of the show is just our chemistry. Mm-hmm. So if we ever fought, we'd be, like, ruining our own show. And what was your relationship like before? I think we're, like, better friends now than we were before we started. Well, we're now, all, we've always been close. We've always been close, but now we we do everything together. Not only do we work together, but we go out together, which we always have. Uh-huh. But so there's no separation now, and it's great that yeah. we don't fight. If we, if we were sisters who fought, this wouldn't work. What yeah. about the challenges of being on live? Is there any challenges? What if you mess up? There... For, well, now that we're, like, super legit, there are definitely challenges. Like, we have to be, you know, we don't want to say something that's wrong or we don't want to kind of miscommunicate things. So we have to be really careful about, even though it is, like, this, like, gossip, like, show, we still have a responsibility to be, like, sort to get of truthful. It right. Yeah. So there's definitely, an I feel like, an obligation to not be so crazy. Okay. I like but you it. can't just spew anything and, and get away with it anymore. No. And like we were doing that. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Def- okay. More so you. More me. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm, there, the w- I'm there to keep her in check. Yeah. No. Jackie's like perfect and I'm always getting in trouble with No. Legal. But she makes people laugh. So it works. That's why it works. Yeah. You guys have great chemistry. I'm sure everyone tells you that. And I'm sure you get recognized a lot. It's, um, it's really fun. It, you know, sometimes it's like I will never, ever, 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 ever be one of those persons who like says no to taking a picture. Like really you're. You're so grateful that literally anybody knows your name. So just take the picture. Um, but definitely some places are more overwhelming than others. Like kosher restaurants in New York <laughs> are just like our space. And sometimes it gets really overwhelming. It's, but it's not that we don't like taking pictures. Just sometimes I feel so awkward because I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Like, I don't know what else to say other than thank you. And there's definitely a lot of pressure when you come from the internet because there are 100% people who don't necessarily transcend like the, in- the internet to real life thing. And there's like that stigma of people who are just... They famous famous on the internet and are losers for in real life. a reason. For a reason. I just remembered that I saw you singing on your Instagram story. I think it was Celine Dion. It's always Celine Dion. I was crying, dying, laughing. You guys have to follow you on Instagram stories. Thank you. So much was for that on your that. personal? So I have like so many pages. Where did I see that? You probably saw it on my girl with no job Instagram story. I found okay, so I found Jackie, like mm-hmm. I said, and then I found you, and then I saw that Celine Dion story, and I was like. I do this Celine Dion bit like once a month because I think that song is amazing. It's really good. And I think the Glee version is even better. You're actually a really good singer. Yeah. Well, see, that's like the other thing. It's like I'm always joking about singing, but like I have like an amazing voice. Like I'm not trying to like bug with you. I'm just like you wouldn't think that like I'm just always joking around about how I'm the voice of my generation. But like I have Mariah Carey like sensibilities. But she just needs to be trained. That's also the fun (laughs) thing about the morning breath. It's like a morning show musical because we burst out into song probably three times per episode. Do you sing as well? Um, my voice is atrocious, She's but I'm getting, getting better. better. And when I'm sick, it's much better. So then I sing more. I love a good sick song voice. Right? I Too much friends. A little Mermaid. Uh, k- kind oh, of. Oh, my God. I have so many Friends references. And Jackie doesn't watch. And so I don't have anyone to talk to. Uh, no, yeah, I just got her into watching Seinfeld. Yeah. You know, I have, like, mixed feelings about Seinfeld. Because but I don't I think like it's that funny. How That's how you? I feel about Friends. 23. 23, yeah. So you, like, you like, kind of missed the boat a little so bit. Young. But I watch it. But oh you watch, God. see, because we, I think I grew up with it or seeing it. And so now, like, but I can understand, like, when you look back on it, now you're like, eh. You know why? Because they didn't have any cell phones back then. It was just no, there's no relevant Yeah, kind of but that's the way I feel about Friends. It's like the show literally was made almost, almost 20 years ago. And I think it's so funny and relatable. And that's what's so cool about it is that it literally transcends generations. Same with, like, Sex in the City. I don't feel that way about Seinfeld. What about okay, Curb well, Enthusiasm? So I am not into it. I'm, I have plans to get into it, but I know that I will like it. You will like it. Yeah. Uh, well, what was the Friends reference? Because maybe the well, audience it was, was it funny. Is funny. Phoebe's a singer. Okay. And, like, she has a terrible voice and sings terrible songs, but they let her play at the coffee house. Um, and she gets really sick. She gets, like, pneumonia. And she, like, her career, like, takes off because she sounds amazing. And she sings the song Sticky Shoes. And it's just really funny. Like, you have to you have to we gotta watch it. Okay. It's really good. I sing The Little Mermaid really well. Do Which it. song? Uh, oh I Want to Be Where the People Look Are. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? 
Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? You have such a Disney voice. Yeah. This, Thank you. This is my life. Wouldn't you think I'm the girl? The girl who has everything. <laughs> I've got gadgets <laughs> and gizmos plenty. I've got who's it's and what's it's galore. <laughs> you want thingamabobs? I've got 20. But who cares? No big deal. I want more. We're going to bust out the Michael's sound system. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, no, it's good. Like, I can't hold well, I just want I want the the period like the quality to come through i think i'm really good at that song that's that was was really good thank you thank you no i love it um okay so do you guys have any beauty or wellness tips that we need to know you're both adorable beautiful give us the juice people always ask me like what my skin routine is and like it's such an annoying answer but i was literally blessed with amazing skin because i never wash my face your face is great that's the first thing i look at is skin neutrogena makeup remover wipes are god's gift to this earth really as are dove bars of soap that's literally all i use to wash my face all i use as well don't you guys feel like the makeup wipes pull the face down that's like a rumor people have started these days and i don't believe it no i heard that so then for a while i was pushing it up (laughs) but it's just harder so now i just take it down but when i get tattoos i just i only use dove soap because because like in, that's it. I and it's the I best. don't care about tattoos. I want to hear about no, but beauty. I'm saying, like, what do you use to take your makeup off? I use olive oil from room service. I'm not joking. Like it's when I'm traveling. What about when you're home? It is. I olive use oil. oil. Olive oil. Grapeseed oil. oil. I'm telling you. I swear on my life. It gets smells. rid of fine. It's it's like and I just dip my bread across her face. Perfect. <laughs> no, who cares about your bread? It takes away fine lines. It takes your makeup off in one swoop, and you wake up and your skin is like feels so good. Honestly, try it. I'm gonna try it today. Try it. I'm just waiting for the, the moment. Forget the Okay, my but like off. when Jackie and I were kids, we had lice, and one of the I had treatments. Lice too. We had it like a hundred times every time. Also, oh, if from you camp. didn't have lice, you're lying. I yeah. have lice. <laughs> There's no shame in lice. You lied about lice. No, I never lied about lice. You did lie about I've never lice. Been I've asked, asked you that before. <laughs> I've never been asked about lice. It's fine. You lied about lice. No, and it's just like there's so much shame that comes with lice, and I feel like it's unwarranted. Like a normal kid gets lice. <laughs> Everyone yeah, gets it means lice. you have friends and people want to hug you. Yeah, and like you were cool enough to go to sleepaway camp. Um, <laughs> so we had lice, and one of the treatments that we like had a lot of success with was you were supposed to sleep with olive oil in your hair for two weeks, and now I literally like wince at the smell of olive oil because this traumatic experience I had as a child. Do grapeseed. Okay. Or rosehip. I'm okay. telling you, it's the like, it fills in your lines. It's crazy. Well, Try you have it. amazing skin. You well, really do. I do. N- I never go it's in the so sun. Tight. But you guys don't either. I can tell. Because we're pale. I know. I just, we I just, just like physically don't like being in the sun. No, it's, un- I get sweaty and it's painful. I don't like to be in the sun for one second. I have driving gloves. Yeah, no, I literally, <laughs> I literally am always under an umbrella. I'm just like so unpleasant when I'm in the sun. And that's, that's good. why I have like one wrinkle here that I'm planning on fixing. Um, and it's because I'm always like squinting at the sun. You know? I don't see the wrinkle, but I that's got nice Botox because we're 21. Yeah. Botox, you did? yeah, right here. Right exactly where you're talking about. And did you feel like it was not only like fit? It fixed it, but it was also preventative. It is the most preventative thing you could oh, do because do I'm doing it for my birthday next week. I had a wrinkle that was deeper when I was 21 than I than now. Right. You have to nip it in the bud, and what it does is it kind of opens your face right here just a little mm-hmm. bit, and it, it looks nice. Yeah. No, it's not even that the wrinkle bothers me. It's like I don't want to be able to make that face yeah. like that. I'm angry when I'm not. Exactly, and it, it what it does it not only opens it is it just completely paralyzes it. I'm telling you, and it also paralyzes up here. Okay, I'm doing it. So we're doing it. I did a blog post on it and just I'll outed it. myself. It's great. And you know what I hate? It's like there's no shame in like doing things like that. So people who lie about it, I can't even with them. No, no, no. Let me ask you this. So she's trying to get me to do it like crazy, right? We got the, cur- the curse of flying. We got four Before. beautiful women at the table now. Okay, Look at you trying 30 to get years points. old, getting points, getting okay. points. Right. 30, 30 years old. Uh-huh. I feel like men got to be careful. You know, I haven't, I haven't done it yet. I'll tell you if I did. But she wants me to do it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like as a man, you got to have some kind of expression. I, I say, say absolutely not. I 10 say absolutely not. This is the thing. Men 
mother nature is sexist and men can pull off wrinkles they're almost sexy like women you look like a hag and <laughs> men you look cool and like george clooney like okay i just gotta be careful that my forehead doesn't like fall don't over do my it. face don't do it see lauren i told you not to really? I told you. yes but you do have like deep eyes so if you do get older and your <laughs> eyebrows begin to fall into your eyes then you could do it but you look nice don't do it i got like yeah my eyes i have difficulty with i feel like i'm gonna have to like over time th- these are gonna fall down like my and you're I'm gonna, gonna need to. an eyelid drink a lot That's of water okay. like anytime i notice that my skin's bad either i've been traveling or i've just been really busy like if i make a conscious effort to drink a couple bottles of water like it really really helps i think we both are like less is more like i see some mm-hmm. like instagrammers who do their night routine and it literally goes on for two hours no we can't do that we don't no and it's just like less is more. your skin is not gonna be happy with all these different chemicals on it so, i like, totally agree and if you have like a real clinical problem like see a doctor yeah yeah no drugstore thing is gonna help you right and you need dr dennis gross peel pads yeah those are amazing after like a long weekend or something every once in a while i'll do a face mask mm-hmm. or something but you don't you can't do that stuff every night and now that's more like like in your head what you about know? makeup yeah. what i'm about looking it? at your eyelashes my okay actually i did um the extensions real once. wait extensions or like the, the temporary um, and I loved the way that it looked. And when I got them taken off, my eyelashes were completely depleted, which I've had such strong eyelashes my whole life. I was like so mad at myself for doing it. So this was like maybe six months ago. I've started to do Rodin and Fields Lash Boost. And my Is this an ad for Rodin and Fields? No. I absolutely love it. Uh, so many of my followers recommended it to me. And I use castor oil too. Okay. So like my eyelashes are so full now and I look like I'd looked when I had those extensions. Yeah. They look like you have extensions. No, I thank you for saying that. I'm wearing um, individuals. I, individual, oh, I never do strips. If I do it, I do individuals. Have you ever tried Ardell 113 strips? No. From the drugstore, you guys? Your eyelashes are this like, a that's a strip? It is? Yeah. She always wears fake, Olivia. Yeah, they look good. Oh my God. I got to learn how to put them on myself. I had someone put it. It's really hard. It's so hard. Okay, so what is next for you guys with your podcast? Like, what's the plan? Or your show. Yeah, the show. I, I want to call it the show. So it's, it's <laughs> so it started as a show and turned into a podcast because so many people wanted We're the audience. We're asking yes. for it. Like, a lot of people listen to it on their way to work, at work. So you want to make it easy for them to do that. And sometimes a podcast is the best way to do it. But it's called a show, if you were to kind uh, of it's call it a morning, it's a morning show. show. Okay, okay. So what's next? I mean, I think we're t- really trying to take it on the road in the sense of, like, meet a lot of the brothers who live across the country. So doing, like, a live show. We took the show to L.A. one week, and it was we had amazing guests, and it was really successful. And also doing it on Pacific Time was just so much better. Come to San so Diego. Okay. Yeah, come to San Diego. We're doing um, the show from Nashville next week. Two weeks. Two weeks for CMA week. So we're hopefully cool. going to have some cool country guests. Just kind of following wherever pop culture goes. But I also, we're just, like, trying to grow the brand mm-hmm. in, like, a slow and, slow and steady wins the race. Like, we're not trying to, like, catch up to some surge we once had it's like every day is a bit a little bit bigger and better so it's also just like consistency patience hard work pays off i call it rinse and repeat yeah i don't think with these types of mediums with like shows or podcasts that you can like do that super fast growth because then it's like you have to live up to that thing all the time and And if you don't yeah it's not organic and then you just like have a bunch of assholes that are there for the wrong reason i always tell them let's wait five years when we're like joe rogan with 900 podcasts oh my god yeah okay last question where should we eat and drink in new york this is for us selfishly okay right now or like in general um Both. in general okay my favorite restaurant in the entire city is Gemma. it's oh, in the bowery hotel that. it's annoying because you can't make a reservation but it's worth the wait it's so good and amazing lighting it's like dark-ish um and is it good really for a good selfie yeah okay it's just really good um we love bond uh, do you guys like sushi yes best sushi in the city is bond street on bond street okay and nobu and the okay. new Nobu's downtown is really cool. Also, like, Tao is such a basic answer, but the food and drinks are so good. No, it's more really? Like, uh, yes. Ambiance is. Okay. And it's in a great area. I like Cola House in Meatpacking. If you just walk around Meatpacking and, like, knock on some door, it's probably a good restaurant. Favorite deli. 
Okay, so I'm, like, really not into deli meats, but my husband, Ben, like, would literally eat a piece of deli meat off the floor. He loves deli. <laughs> um, and he's kosher, and there's so many good kosher delis in New York. Yeah. So there's Second Avenue Deli, Pastrami Queen. Second Avenue Deli is probably my favorite. Yeah, Michael Ben's thinks too. it's cats. Is that a tourist well, answer? Well, so, no, but the thing about cats is, it's like, you assume it's a Jewish deli that it's kosher, but it's not kosher. kosher. style. So, so most people can't I eat can't there. eat there. We're not getting kosher. I but know. no, but I feel like Katz's is perfect it's for people who like aren't Jewish but want Jewish but want food. The cuisine. Well, what about a drink? Um, we do a lot of that. Okay. Um, Soho House is good. A little strict. Um, <laughs> the Smith the honestly Smiths. has great food, good drinks. It's just a little loud. Okay. Not a good place to podcast. Okay. Definitely not. Anything else? I don't like the chairs at the Smith. They're really uncomfortable, but nobody agrees with me. Okay. Just like go not good for, if you're not going to spend a lot of time there, I recommend going somewhere else. Okay. Where can everyone find you guys? Pimp yourself out. We are The Morning Breath on Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. At Twitter, the, actually, we're The, the morning, morning Breath because, because too many characters. Okay. Doesn't that piss you off? Yes. <laughs> can you but write in the Twitter? We were trying to figure out what letter could we cut out. And we're like, none. Like, the, the morning breath. It's just so stupid. Like, the morning breath. Wait, so what did you guys do on Twitter? Spell it out. The morning. No, no G. G. Okay. The morning breath. Okay. So it's more southern. You could have done morning breath, right? Without the. I think yeah. it was taken. Somebody okay. else has that. Okay. He's, doing yeah. something, he's doing something different. And what are your personal Instagrams? <laughs> I'm, you I'm Jackie O. Problems on Instagram, Twitter. Facebook. And you have a beautiful Instagram feed. You Thank do. you. Yeah. I work really hard and I have she to thank my tell. sisters because I'm always annoying. Like, it's so hard to get good pictures and anyone who has a good feed, like, thank your family and friends. Who takes your pictures? Okay. He doesn't take one picture. He's not the kind of guy. He doesn't follow me no. around with the camera. He will take Instagram two photos husband. and it's like Fuck the worst. that. No, you it's the worst. Mean? So how do you get all those so, pictures? So actually this trip, I ended up flying the girl that takes my photos out oh, from wow. San Diego. So but th- not to take my pictures, that sounds very narcissistic, to actually do a vlog. Mm-hmm. So oh, cool. I'm going to actually film stuff for the vlog after this for her. She just left. So she just followed us around and we did a vlog. That's, oh, that's great. Um, normally, though, I have to literally hire someone from the hotel to take photos of me because he Shut will not up. do it. So funny. But I also don't have a lot of fashion pictures. I'm not a fashion blogger. But so don't, don't you think it's weird like these the, these I mean I'm going to get in trouble for this but like the you know like the, the Instagram husband type, right? Like imagine if I walk in I got like the long ass cameras and the strap <laughs> around my chest. You know, that's the case. What's, like, what's worse? All that's my weird. pictures that were taken on iPhone. So it's like wherever I am, I just ask someone like who, who I know to take a quick picture of me. I physically cannot ask a stranger like I commend you. It's so you. awkward. It's so awkward. I would rather have no followers. Yeah. yeah, you have to like tune out. Yeah. So I just bother them. I'm like one or two pictures. If I don't get the shot, it wasn't meant to be. She's not terrible. On. There are some people who are terrible. What? I'm not terrible either. I'm not I'm not horrible. I'm a little bad with the flash taking pictures of my food, but other than that, I don't I don't ask you. I wouldn't mind taking her pictures once yeah, in a while. Yeah, you would. Like the, you hate it. Because I, t- I feel like there's not, I do the same thing 65 times. <laughs> exactly as she tells me. Did I like, take 100 more? And then please. she goes, every single one of these is wrong. I'm like, did you look at all 65? <laughs> well, I have 65? a lazy eye in one. One's blurry. Like, there's pizza grease on the phone. Like, he just doesn't put any So now, she, she like literally has to take it and I have to stand there. Yeah. So then I see exactly and then I have to recreate really it. That's really smart. Yeah. No, that's so funny. I mean, my really good friend is Danielle Bernstein and she is like a hardcore high fashion blogger and she has like a whole team of people who do her pictures for her but if we go away for the weekend or something and we're like with a bunch of friends like literally when she whips her phone out everyone runs <laughs> away <laughs> and she's like you guys will someone take a picture of me and I'm like yeah sure I'll take a picture <laughs> she's easy though like some people are really specific like she just needs the shot to go um and she, she does works a really, really good hard. job of doing it on the go yeah too. she's great she works really hard but it was so funny like the first time I hung out with her and her close friends like literally everyone darted <laughs> we used to go to high school with a girl that's good friends with her what's her name Ashley do you know her Graver? Ashley, yeah yeah. Oh. yeah we used to go 
Yeah, my old college roommate dated she's her. She's a sweetie. Yes, yeah, she is. Yeah, she's nice. Um, okay. Hi, Graver. I have one more question. Oh, What's okay. your favorite Instagram editing app? I need to know. Uh, FaceTune. Okay, me too. This is so basic, but I use all the tools on Instagram. Okay. And I'm looking for a new app because I want to change, like, the color of my flow. So I've actually been asking people and I haven't found anything. I will tell you, like, all the good Please apps. Please tell me. You need Darkroom. Never Darkroom. Heard. Okay, so I never heard of that you want to, like, pick your three colors they are four colors that you want your Instagram to be. So like mine is gray, white, light pink, and black. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, so you, I want to take the blue out. I want to take the yellow out. I want to take the orange out. And in darkroom, you can take out the colors that aren't flattering to the feed. So you need darkroom. You I just, also I, it's need downloading snug. right now. And it's I feel free. like you would have everybody's snug, on though, their phones. Snug is like you see the layout. Snug. Yeah, you see the layout of I'm the. Downloading it too. It's a dollar. Worth it. A hundred percent worth it. I can't it. do it with apps that aren't You've never free. spent, like, a dollar is, like, perfect. Um, so you need darkroom. You know, you can whiten the background on Facetune. Yeah, that yeah, I do. I know that. I whiten I mean, I'm, like, a today. proud Facetuner. I feel like there are people who edit their pictures a lot and, like, pretend that they look the way that they don't. It's all and about the light. No, and it's just, like, I'm very open. I write about all the time. Like, I love editing my pictures. I look nothing like I do on Instagram. I just, I live, we live in a world where your Instagram means a lot and I want to look better. So instead of, like, going to the gym, I just go to Facetune. <laughs> that's amazing get snug i it's i got it you have to, okay so you snug dark room mm-hmm. um and then i'm trying to think if there's anything else this is game changing i know because i use the same filter on instagram for all my pictures just at different scale so that it, i have a good flow which i do but i just i want to change it up i, re- I recently dark rebranded my instagram thing. no I, it's looking good it's looking amazing i changed my avatar for the first time since i downloaded instagram so what does it snug do my feet is so ugly snug lets you lay out the pictures so you can move the pictures around if they don't look good oh my god and it, look, moves, your, it moves around your instagram it, it not it can't no, move not around. You, you have to do it's it like before so like i can post like in plan what I'm gonna post. You should have this for a girl with no job too, so then you can. Post. So like this picture right here, like, okay, wait. So I would move this like this. You can move it around. And does that, it move on Instagram? That looks no. good right there. Because once it's posted, it's no, stuck so there. No, so you plan it out. Those like are I'm, all photos you haven't posted yet. These are photos I haven't oh. posted right here. So I'm planning my feed. So I'm wow. like, oh, that's too much white in a row. Oh, oh that's too much that's black. That's so smart. But I post in real time. That's hard. Yeah, yeah, that's hard. You always I shouldn't post have in real spent time? that dollar. Yeah, wow. <laughs> you're unique. Spent. Unless no. it's a, a sponsored post. No, but you, the dollar's worth it. I think. I think this I, is my question. Me. Wait, I forgot my question. You know what? Darkroom. I'm telling you, will change your life. Do you suggest with darkroom? Let's just the pretend they spent the dollar on darkroom. No, okay. I just no, I don't. I just have darkroom. I'll show you how to do it. Okay. Anyways, um, okay. So just really one more quick. What's your Instagram handle for Morning Breath? At the morning breath, I was not asked to share my personal info, but I will do it even though nobody asked. At girl with no job, but I really want everyone to follow me on Claude with no job because that's where I feel like I serve up. And what about Theo? Pup with no job. Okay, okay. Thank you guys for coming on. Thank you. That was fun. So we're going to do a giveaway this week. If you subscribe to the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast, and the Skinny Confidential YouTube channel and comment subscribed on my latest Instagram post, you can have the chance to win five of my favorite beauty products. I will announce the winner at the end of this week. Anyone can enter. And if you write a review on our podcast, please, please, please email it to asklauren at theskinnyconfidential.com. That's Lauren with a Y. And you will receive my five secret beauty hacks straight to your inbox. There's some really good ones in there. All right, guys. We'll see you next week.